Welcome to Life and Living Radio, a podcast entirely created and produced by me, Emily Jordan. I'm a writer, artist, health and lifestyle coach, and most of all, I want to be a source of all things life and living for you here. Thoughts, motivation, positivity, health hacks, and lifestyle tips in easy listening form is what I want to give to you through this podcast. To subscribe to the Life and Living blog, the source of all the content you'll hear from me here, go to www.emilyjordan.me slash blog. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with today's episode. Hello again, listeners. After a long break there, I'm super excited to be back. I had so, so much fun recording and writing this episode one because it's been so long and I truly do enjoy this form of sharing my content with you. But two, because I have the greatest gift giving boyfriend ever and I got a new recording device to record these podcasts and it's just going to make things literally a thousand times easier. And so I am just thrilled to not only be back in the game, but to be stepping up my game. So welcome to episode 15 of the podcast, which as you heard in that fresh new intro is now called Life and Living Radio because the blog got a makeover, which you've probably heard by now if you are following me on Instagram or you're subscribed to the blogs. So yeah, I'm just feeling really excited to be back and hopefully be more regular thanks to this new microphone and just new energy. So let's go ahead and start today's episode, which is from a blog from January 2nd. So not too long ago. Today's January 15th. And it is called Four Ways to Make Exercise a Priority. I bet this is how you rank the items on your to-do list. Top of the list. Most important thing. Middle of the list. Next most important things. Bottom of the list. Luxury items. I get it. You're busy. I'm busy too. We're all busy and we're all tired and we all want to look and feel great, right? But how do we manage to have time for luxury things like exercise when there just doesn't seem to be enough hours in the day? I like to think of my day like a suitcase. There's a finite amount of space, which means there's a limited amount of things I can fit in my suitcase. When I'm metaphorically packing my suitcase at the beginning of each day, I'm obviously going to pack the things I deem most important and necessary first and fill in any extra space with other activities and tasks. This is what most of us do when budgeting our time on a daily or weekly basis, and it makes sense. It's good. It's smart to work from most urgent to least urgent in order to be more productive and efficient with our time. What we've done wrong, then, is incorrectly categorize exercise as a luxury item and put it at the bottom of the list. Exercise shouldn't be considered one of those least urgent tasks that falls to the wayside when our to-do lists continue to pile up. Why? Not just because it's healthy and you should care about your body, yada yada yada, but because it can actually help you on your quest for productivity and efficiency throughout your day. In our suitcase analogy, imagine exercise as something that takes up space, but also makes more space for other things to fit inside your day. When we exercise, We're not just burning off those break room treats we just couldn't pass up or toning up our rears for bikini season. We're setting the stage for more productive work, happier social interactions, better choices, and less stressful days. Sounds pretty urgent to me. So now the question isn't why make it a priority, but how. So first, 
I'm going to give you the four tips I have to make exercise a priority, and then we're going to dig deeper into each one of them individually. So number one is quit thinking of exercise as a luxury. Number two is multitask. Number three is consciously focus on the mental benefits. And number four is say no to something. So like I said, let's dig a little deeper into each one of these tips to really making your health and fitness a priority because honestly, that is the key to really making sure that something happens or gets done in your life or just in your day. Because think about it, in a day's or week's time, everything that you get done is something that you place value on getting done. And whether you want to admit it or not, that's the truth. Everything that you get done only gets done because you've prioritized it. And what we do when we prioritize things is essentially just place value behind them. And so if the things that you've gotten done this week are things like going to work, doing the laundry, watching Netflix, and maybe like hanging out with friends one night or something, those things got done because you chose to do them because you felt that they were important. They were worth getting done. There were lots of things you didn't get done. You might have not gotten certain things crossed off your to-do list. And there's definitely things that are not even on your list to begin with because they're just not priorities. For example, I have a bike with two flat tires right now that I need to take to a shop to get fixed and I just haven't done it. And I've had the bike for like five weeks now. It's not that I don't have time. It's just that I have not prioritized this. Getting those flat tires fixed is not a priority right now. And that's not a bad thing. Like that's totally okay. It's not a bad thing to admit that something's not a priority, that something is not important to you right now. What is bad is telling yourself and telling others that something is not happening or not getting done because of a false reason. Like I don't have time or I can't afford it. Because both of those are really just cover-ups for what we really mean. And what we really mean is it's not high on my priority list right now. And that's fine. That's the truth. But then what happens is with things like exercise, we continue to say we want to do it and we tell ourselves we want to do it, but then we don't do it. And we blame it on something like time or money when really it's just simply not a priority. And like I said, the only way things really ever get done or happen for us is if they're a priority. And before you say something like, well, look, girl, doing what my boss tells me to do is not particularly a priority of mine. I don't choose that. It's just something I have to do. Or paying my internet bill is not something I particularly value. It's not a priority, but I don't really have a choice. I want to tell you that, yes, those things are priorities for you. Being well-liked and held in good standing at your job, that's your priority. Having access to internet services and entertainment, that is your priority. So yeah, it's really easy to say that exercise is never going to be a priority for me or working out is never going to be something I place value behind. I just hate it. But look further beyond just those service level things. It might be true that you don't value the actual act of exercising yet, but you probably value being able to walk up the stairs without getting winded or even just feeling confident in your clothes. Whatever it is, you might not necessarily value the act, but if you can understand which part of it you value, you're going to be able to see it as a priority much more easily. The bottom line is if something is important to you, it's going to get done, period. We always somehow find the time for those things that just have to get done. And so the question I have for you and that you've probably asked yourself before too is how can we make health and fitness a priority? How can we view working out and exercising and getting our asses in the gym as something that just has to get done? Well, number one on my list of four tips to making exercise a priority is pretty simple. And it's just 
quit thinking of exercise as a luxury. Quit thinking of it as something extra or something that can wait. If we continue to keep it on the bottom of our to-do list, then guess what? It's not going to get done. Because that's how to-do lists work. You do the most important things to you first, the most time-sensitive things, and then the rest kind of just piles up until it's too late or you just decide to take it off completely. So if we keep exercise at the bottom, if we keep seeing it as something that is not time-sensitive, that can just wait until we have that extra pocket of time, which, like, by the way, where is that extra pocket, then we're going to treat it that way. We're going to save it until we think we'll just naturally choose it one day. And that's not the way it works for most of us. For most of us, we have to actually train ourselves to see exercise as a non-luxury, as an essential. We have to force ourselves to place value in it until it becomes a habit. For most of us, we don't just wake up and naturally choose unnatural things like sweating and pushing ourselves past the point of comfort. It just, it doesn't make sense. So until it becomes something we view as necessary, we're probably just going to keep it right there at the bottom of the to-do list and not do it. So the key then is to first change the way that we look at exercise. It's not just a means of being healthy. It's not just a means of weight loss or sweat or toning. It's actually a means of support. It supports all of the other tasks that you want to do during a given day or week. When we make time for exercise, we're actually giving time back to ourselves because we leave that period of exercise re-energized and positive and focused and fueled, which are all keys to better work. We leave it feeling confident and empowered and ready to keep doing productive things. And we also leave it feeling such a good kind of tired, which leads to really good sleep, which ultimately leads to getting more work done better. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like we have that suitcase that can only hold so much and we've packed it to the brim, but if we can manage to add in exercise, it's like taking one of those vacuums and sucking out all the air in between the items and suddenly we have just a little more space. That is what exercise is going to do to your day if you can make a habit of fitting it in. It's going to remove all of that extra unnecessary space and make your use of time more efficient and more beneficial. Number two on the list is to multitask. And yes, I realize there are numerous studies suggesting otherwise, saying that humans aren't really capable of multitasking, etc. And I'm in no way arguing with any of those. I think that honestly, the more direct attention we can devote to a task, the better job we're going to do. But I do think that there are certain parts of exercise that we can get away with multitasking during, and it's just a fact that it's not always possible to just completely clock out of your life for an hour or more. I want to preface this by saying that I do not condone or encourage like mind-sucking things during exercise like texting, social media, looking at memes, etc., because I think that it kind of takes you out of the zone. However, if there are more like work-related things or even other enjoyable activities that you'd like to do while you work out, those are the things I'm talking about. And so for me, this looks like going through old emails that I want to read and respond to, but I just didn't want to use my morning time to do. It looks like listening to a podcast while I go on a run or reading a book on the stationary bike or even watching a full episode of something on the elliptical. And these things I actually do encourage and I think are okay for these reasons. 
number one, time is limited, straight up. Like, if I can have more time in the morning to write and utilize my creative brain power, I want to do that. I don't want to use that time reading and responding to insurance policy renewal emails or like binging on a new podcast or watching a how-to video on adding new website features. Those things are definitely important to me and I value them a lot, but I also value efficiency in my work. So if I can make my workout more efficient and give myself more time in the morning, if I can get work done while I sweat, I'm going to try and do that while still getting the intended benefits from each activity. The second reason I'm okay with this form of multitasking is that it can actually make your workout experience like way more enjoyable. For example, when the Serial podcast came out a couple years ago, I was so addicted and I started it while I was running. And so every time I would go for a run, I would listen to an episode. And eventually I started literally being like, oh my God, I need to go for a run or like even just go for a walk around the block so that I can listen to another episode. So if you really enjoy reading, for example, it can help you not see the stationary bike or elliptical as torture if you begin to associate a good story with that 20 or 30 minute cardio session. Finally, I support this type of multitasking because I think that the endorphins that are naturally released during physical activity are really the birthplace of a lot of ideas and positive attitudes. So for me, working out is sometimes when I come up with the best ideas. It's when I feel really confident, I feel excited and positive, and that's a state of mind you need to be in to come up with good ideas. So it becomes a little easier for me to prioritize exercise when I also think of it as a means of working, when I can see it as a brainstorming session that is just as productive to me as sitting at my computer or even a little more productive because I'm also working out at the same time. So this is a great way to see exercise as a priority and therefore make more of an effort to get it done. The third tip I have for making exercise a priority is to consciously focus on the mental benefits. So there are obviously so many mental benefits of exercising. You know this. It releases endorphins. It relieves stress. It clears our minds. It makes us feel confident and focused and positive. But a lot of times we know these things, but we're not really consciously taking time to appreciate them. And when we don't do that, they just go kind of undernoticed and like get swept under the rug. But if we take time to intentionally acknowledge and become aware of those mental benefits, it's a game changer in the way that we see exercise. So this is pretty simple and it's easy to incorporate into your routine. You don't have to say anything out loud, although that is great too, but you can literally just make a point of thinking these things to yourself. So when you get back in the car after leaving the gym or when you're stretching in the gym after or even when you finish just walking around your neighborhood, like take time to think to yourself how great you feel, how proud of yourself you are, what went well, what you liked and how that impacted your day. It's also really great to just say to a colleague or a family member or whoever you see like immediately after you exercise, like, man, I worked out this morning and I just feel so energized. Granted, those types of morning people might make you want to vomit. But the point is, if you can find a way to really on purpose acknowledge the positive feelings you have after working out and not just the physical effects, it's going to help your brain start to see that as something important, as something worth spending time on and something worth valuing. The final tip and probably the most universal in terms of making anything a priority and getting anything done is simply to just say no to something. So if you truly want to make or find time for exercise in your day, if you sincerely want exercise to be important to you and you want to make sure you're getting it done, then you're going to have to say no to at least one other thing. And maybe not every day and it might not even be a big thing, but 
you're going to have to sacrifice something. Otherwise, if you don't make any changes or give anything up, guess what? You're going to stay exactly where you are right now. Like, surprise, if you don't change anything, nothing changes. So something's got to give. And I read a quote about this one time that has just stuck with me ever since. And it's just made so much sense to me. And it's this. If you're not willing to sacrifice something in order to get what you want, what you want becomes the sacrifice. So basically, if you aren't willing to say no to something, like saying no to going to a movie after work or saying no to drinks with friends or no to taking a nap, then you're essentially also saying no to the things you want. You're saying no to exercise. You're sacrificing something you want to prioritize because you're not willing to sacrifice or give up something else. So we've got to learn to say no to things and maybe even cut back on things like just maybe watching less TV or going out less so that we can give more time and attention to the other things that we want to value. This is so, so simple, but it's so, so hard for so many of us to follow through on. We think that we'll just keep doing everything the same and just add in exercise today or add in an afternoon run. But guess what? If you do not make room for those things, if you do not specifically plan for those things to happen, they're not going to happen because that's why they're not happening right now. If there were always some random extra hour in your day, don't you think you would have used it by now for something? Hell yeah, you would have, but it's obviously not there. So you need to create that. And you're only going to be able to create that time by saying no to something, by changing the way you are already doing something. So that is the fourth and final tip for making exercise a priority. But like I said, it really is applicable to really anything that you're trying to find time for or make happen. I hope that you enjoyed this first episode back after such a long break. Hopefully now with this awesome new equipment and just that refuel of the new year and new big things coming, I can prioritize this podcast myself and make this something more regular rather than sporadic like it has been in the past. As always, um, if you liked what you heard, go and leave a review for me in iTunes. That is super helpful because the way that podcasts get promoted and noticed and just pushed out more is by interactions with the listeners. And so leaving a review is a huge part of that. And I know it seems kind of silly, but this is like what I do, like writing, podcasting, speaking, spreading my message and ideas. That's my job. So you're really helping me like do my job if you go and do things like that, or even just share the podcast with a friend. And if you have any requests or recommendations for episodes, just shoot me an email at emily at emilyjordan.me. That was a lot of Emily's and a lot of ats. <laughs> anyway, have a fantastic week. Thanks again for listening. And I hope that this episode helps you to really prioritize your health and fitness. <laughs>